Praise the Lord. So glad you could join us tonight as we start off a new theme for our week. I'm sure that Saturday starts off and kicks off our new themes. And our theme for this week is the King of Kings. As this week we look at different aspects of the one and true King, who is Jesus. Um, so we're going to be plugging in as we kind of speak to you from this kingdom perspective. Um, the passage of scripture that I want to look at to kind of hone in on um, the aspect I'm focusing on, which is Jesus as king, is John 18, uh, verse 33. John 18, verse 33. And I am reading the net version for those of you who want to be aware of it. So Pilate went back into the governor's residence, summoned Jesus and asked him, are you the king of the Jews? So this is the trial. They bring in Jesus. The Pharisees bring him over to Pilate as uh, the person in charge to begin the process of taking him to the death penalty. Um, so there was no uh, rebuttal. You couldn't even have to you know, rebuttal your case three or four times. The death penalty um, was you know, reserved for extreme criminals. Um, and they felt this one particular, that Jesus was extreme and that he deserved the death penalty. And of course, they're calling him king of the Jews. And, um, and Pilate asked him, he says, are you the king of the Jews? In verse 34, Jesus replied, are you saying this on your own initiative? Or have others told you about me? Is this something that you've come to your own conclusions? Or is somebody telling you that I'm the king of the Jews? Are there Pharisees, are they somehow influencing you and giving you a very false narrative of who he really is? And verse 35, Pilate answered, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own people and your chief priest hand you over to me. What have you done? Obviously, their internal government structure, he must have done something crazy that they're willing to seek the death penalty for, their, for this individual. Who is Jesus? Look at this, verse 36. Jesus replied, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my servants would be fighting to keep me from handing from being handed over to the Jewish authorities. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. It's a heavenly kingdom. So then Pilate, verse 37 says, So you are a king? Jesus replied, You say that I am a king. For this reason I was born. And for this reason I came into the world to testify to the truth. Yes, he is king. He has a kingdom. But his kingdom is not what they thought it was. It was a heavenly kingdom, a spiritual kingdom. And of course that changes once he's crucified. We are all part of this kingdom. We belong in this kingdom. And there is one king. I also want to go ahead and read uh, Re Revelations 
uh, Revelation, I'm sorry, 19.11. Revelation 19.11. Then I saw the heaven opened, and here came a white horse. The one riding it was called Faithful and True, and with justice he judges and goes to war. His eyes are like a fiery flame, and there are many diadem crowns on his head. He has a wonderful, wonderful crown. He has a name written that no one knows except himself. He is dressed in clothing dipped in blood, the blood of his enemies, and he is called the Word of God. The armies that are in heaven dressed in white, clean, fine linen were following him on this great white horse. And from his mouth extends a sharp sword so that with it he can strike the nations. He will rule them with an iron rod, a scepter, a king's scepter. And he stomps the winepress of the furious wrath of the God, the all-powerful. And here is the ultimate verse, verse 16. He has a name written on his clothing and on his thigh. King of kings. Lord of lords. He is the king. Jesus is the king. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of all lords. He has supreme authority. He sits at the right hand of God. A place of authority. Omnipotence. He has all power. He has all authority. He is king. He isn't a monarchy based on democracy. Because there are monarchies where there's a democratic monarchy where there's a parliament and the king and they work together. That's not this structure. There is a monarchy where there's a figurehead, where the monarch is just goes around and does ceremonies and kisses babies and does all kinds of ceremonial things, but has absolutely no authority. That's not the case here. He is king, absolute king. He has all the authority, all the power. He doesn't share it with anyone. He himself controls everything. He is the king. And again, this is a very hard concept for us to understand because we live in a democratic society where we get to vote in our leaders. This is now how this kingdom works. There is one king and you have to go before him. You can't vote this king out. You can't disagree with his policies. You might not like his policies. You might not like his values, but he's the king of his kingdom. And if you want to work in his kingdom, you're going to have to submit to the king. Jesus is the king. I love what Brother Little said. He said, whoever wins in November doesn't matter. 
Because Jesus is king. He's in control. He has the authority. He's in power. And we have to understand this is a very different government structure that we're used to because we are serving a king and not a prime minister. We are serving a king and not a president. We are serving a king and not a CEO. We are serving a king or not some elected official. There are no public opinion polls. There's only one opinion, and that's his opinion. Because he is the king of kings. Jesus is the king. He has all power. And my call to action is for you. Is Jesus king of your life? Or he's not really the king in your life. He's kind of a figurehead in your life. They make fun of the uh, royalty in England. Uh, there's no power there. Uh, the queen, um, Elizabeth, who's been reigning for 65, 70 years, the long, longest uh, reigning monarchies, uh, is a figurehead. So she really doesn't have control of the government. Um, she's Her task is to represent England abroad, uh, the United Kingdom, wherever she goes, a figurehead. And a lot of times, I think that's what kind of Jesus is. He's kind of relegated to this figurehead role in our life. He's like, you know, I... Oh, I believe in Jesus. You know, oh yes, he's he's the God and king of my life. Um as a figurehead role. He doesn't influence my decisions. I make my own decisions. Um, but he's he's there through, you know, so whenever I go to outings and gatherings or I go to church or or I'll go to church online, uh, I let people know, okay, yes, I yes, I love God and I serve Jesus. Yes, I do. My this figurehead Jesus who has no authority in our lives. Is he the king of your life? Or have you regulated him to something else? And honestly reflect if he is the king of your life. And if he is, he can be king of your life. Maybe you do. He does have authority in your life. He does speak into your life and you do listen, then you need to look and see what areas of your life is he not king in? What areas of your life does the kingdom not extend? Right? What areas of your life do you just kind of block from him and say, you know what, Jesus, this, this part of my life, my kids, you know, they're, they're pretty important to me. Um, you can have say in... Um, uh, where I work, you can have say in what I do, but when it comes to how I raise my kids, I'm sorry, that's off limits for you, Jesus. Now we have a democratic monarchy, and it is not how the kingdom works. We are all servants serving the king, and 
kings, the king we serve, has absolute power. He has say in everything. And we have to be reflective and look what areas of our lives is he not king in? What areas of our lives do we relegate him to, you know, just uh, for namesake? This is just kind of, you know what, for this part, I, I, I see an elected official here and you, you just got voted out. Uh, you, you don't have say in this part of my life. And I don't know what that is. Everybody has, you know, everybody has their own um, areas where they kind of hide from God or they put to the side from God and don't give him access to it and say, well, God, you, I'll do whatever you want except with this. I don't know what that is, but you do. You know exactly the things you avoid with God. You know exactly the things you goes in one year and out the other when it comes to God. But is he king in your life? Is he a king? Not an elected official, not just a friend, but is he king? Does he have say in your life? Well, I want to do kingdom work. I want to do kingdom work for God. And and the king's giving out orders and we're just going, well, well hold on there. These orders are pretty, they're pretty out of here. They're, they're kind of harsh, God. God, I know some of these orders don't jive with me. I don't make the decisions. Well, the pastoral team controls. Oh, no, we, no, no, we, we all serve one head. His name is Jesus. Oh, yes, we, there is a king. Trust me. We, we all have to be accountable and we are all going to answer to this king. And, and, um, yes, I'm, I'm completely submitted to this king most of the time. But are there areas in your life that you have not allowed Jesus in, where he's pushed out. So my call to action is for us to be reflective and to kind of look and be introspective and look in our life and kind of see, is, is he a king in our life, in my life, in your life? And if he is, what areas of my life is he not a king? He's just a figurehead. Has no authority. Has no say. He's just there. I still make the decisions. Nothing is more awkward and uncomfortable than the king telling you what you need to do. And you're ignoring the king. And doing things your way. I'm not saying he's going to toss you to the side. But if you want to work in the kingdom. If you want to be part of the kingdom. You're going to have to understand. That you're serving a king. And. He serves. With full power. He's kind. He's gentle. He's fair. He's full of justice. He's not a wicked king. He's not a corrupt king. He is a fair king. He's going to do what's right. 
Do you trust this king? Will you allow him in your life? Will you allow him to speak into your life? Will you allow him to be a king in all aspects of your life? Let's pray. Jesus, Lord, we love you. God, we're so grateful to be part of the kingdom. We're so excited to do kingdom work. And God, I pray if there are areas in my life where I have not allowed you to be king, that you would bring that to the surface, God, that I would be made aware, that I would, Lord, invite you to take control of different aspects of my life. I pray, God, that you be with our brothers and sisters, Jesus. Help them, Lord. Show them, Jesus, that you are a good king, that you are full of love and justice, and God, you will treat everyone with, uh, with fairness. And I pray, God, that you'd be with us throughout this week as we learn different aspects of the king. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And um, I hope to see you folks online tomorrow as we continue this amazing theme of King of Kings.